Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Close calls have the NTSB worried. Your news update and we talk wrestling social media on this edition of Arbitrage News Weekend starting right now. Hello and welcome to Arbitrage News Weekend for March the 4th, 2023. I'm Joshua Stark. Federal officials have begun investigating a close call between planes in Boston, and they provided new details Thursday about a harrowing incident at an airport in Texas. The National Transportation Safety Board has said it has not determined exactly how close a FedEx cargo plane passed over the top of a Southwest Airlines jet last month in Austin, Texas, but there was little margin. We still believe the planes were within 100 feet of each other, NTSB Chair Jennifer Homedy said in an interview. An air traffic controller had cleared both planes to use the same runway, the NTSB said in an, a preliminary report. With visibility down to a quarter mile because of freezing fog, the FedEx pilots didn't see the Southwest jet until the last second. China accused Washington on Friday of improperly attacking Chinese companies after genetics analysis giant BGI Group and 17 others were hit with curbs on access to U.S. technology on security or human rights grounds. The Commerce Department said it saw a danger that two BGI units might contribute to the government's surveillance apparatus, which human rights groups say is trying to create a database of genetic samples that Muslims and other minorities were compelled to provide. Other companies were cited for their role in the ruling Communist Party's military modernization or weapons development by Iran and Pakistan and suspected human rights abuses in Myanmar. Washington has accused China of trying to use civilian companies to obtain processor chip, aerospace, and other technologies that can be used to make weapons. A new crew arrived at the International Space Station on Friday for a six-month mission after overcoming trouble with one of the capsule's docking hooks. The SpaceX capsule and its four astronauts had to wait 65 feet from the orbiting lab as flight controllers in California scrambled to come up with a software fix. It's the same problem that cropped up shortly after Thursday's liftoff. Although all 12 hooks on the capsule appeared to be fine, the switch for one of them malfunctioned. SpaceX Mission Control urged patients, telling the U.S., Russian, and Emirati astronauts that they could stay in this holding pattern for up to two hours. Once new software commands were relayed, their astronauts received the go-ahead to proceed. In the end, the link-up occurred an hour late as the capsule and space station soared 260 miles above the coast of Somalia. 
Putting olive oil in coffee is hardly a tradition in Italy, but that didn't stop Starbucks interim CEO Howard Schultz from launching a series of beverages that do just that in Milan, the city that inspired his coffee house empire. The coffee olive oil concoction, echoing a keto-inspired trend of adding butter to coffee only with a sugary twist, has provoked both amusement and curiosity among Italians. Gambero Rosso, an Italian food and wine magazine, called the mixing of olive oil with coffee a curious combination, but said it was reserving judgment having not yet sampled the drinks. It did praise featuring the staple of Italian kitchens as a main ingredient, not just a condiment. The magazine also noted the health benefits of consuming extra virgin olive oil, which some Italians do habitually. I'm Smokey Bear, and I made an assistant to help you prevent wildfires. Dude, I've got this. I've been camping since I was five years old. But I am a camping influencer. You know what? I'll bet you five bucks. Assistant Smokey, what is the best way to put out a campfire? To put out a campfire, drown with water, stir, drown again. Then make sure the fire is out cold by feeling with the back of your hand. Wait, really? I'll take the five bucks. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. This week's arbitrage blog includes robotics taxation, paper chew, and we talk about the power of sports entertainment. All this and more in this week's arbitrage blog, available now at arbitragetrade.com.org. Now let's go to the president and CEO of Arbitrage, Mr. Royce Wells, for more. Royce, we talk a lot about AI here and technology. It's one of the things that I really love about, about what I do. And uh, big tech and politics, they're kind of coming together um, on taxation of robots. That seems rather crazy, but okay. Yeah, yeah. So the logic is is that if workers are going to be replaced by a robot, then the industries that are doing so will need to have different taxes and regulatory policies to ensure the the, the staff replacement doesn't become an excuse to get rid of human-operated jobs altogether. Um, now, I hate to tell you this. Well, <laughs> you know, that, that, sounds, that sounds good, right? But, uh, you know, we're, we're all going to be part of the robot overlords eventually. Okay. So, I mean, what do we do about, about robots? You know, Bernie Sanders is involved in this, and so is, uh, so is Bill with him, Gates. I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it just means more training. So, I mean, that training, you're training people to use the robot, so you just basically figure out how to make you able to coexist, make the job easier. It's sort of like, you know, getting an assistant. Yeah, yeah. Well, for uh, for some people, you know, uh, it's it's a, a people replacement. For example, during the pandemic, uh, there were a lot of robots ordered out of Japan that were these waiter robots, you know. They were basically uh, Roombas with an attachment. I mean, th- to put it much, much more basic than what it is, Roombas with an attachment for a tray, and then they they just run around the the restaurant and pre-programmed routes. Um, you know, not only can they be faster with less error, but they don't need breaks. They don't need sleep. They don't need paid time off nor benefits. 
you know, there would be a standard quality of food and service. And What, you're saying there's not a standard now? Well, the human factor does sometimes, sometimes skew that, right? Yeah. Matter of fact, I was at uh, Stony River just yesterday. It was horrible. Name the last time you got a good order at Popeye's. Oh, no, we're not even going there. <laughs> but th- luckily, the manager came out at Sony River and took care of us. But, Good. you know, That's at great. Popeye's, ugh, yeah. no, they always consistently mess it up. I'm like, hey, just give me, and yeah. So basically, you know that the government has to get theirs. And so what, what they're trying to do is, is couch, I, I think they're trying to couch defense of the everyman, you know, they're taking our jobs and and going, you know, we're gonna we're gonna tax these particular uh, pieces and and try to you know try to try to to mitigate robotics. How do you mitigate robotics? It doesn't make any sense. But but think about it though. Um, would you want to file taxes for a Roomba or a machine in a factory or a self checkout machine? No, but you have to make sure you um, go ask Isaac. Ah, make sure you go ask Isaac Asimov about that. Hey, wouldn't it be great <laughs> if life came with a remote control? It. You know, you I'll could hit it. pause that's when you good, needed to, or hit rewind, we'll sure like that time you knocked down that wasp's nest. Uh oh. Well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome, but pre-diabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes, you can stop pre-diabetes before it leads to type 2 diabetes. To learn your risk, take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. When might you be buzzed? When you suddenly love everything. You guys, I love this song! I love these nachos. I love our kickball league. Oh, I love this guy. What's your name? You know what I'd love? A ride when it's time to head out. If you see a buzzed warning sign, call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. I love your car. Is this real leather? To protect her home and family in a disaster, Karen was willing to wade through water, mud, and insurance paperwork. Yeah, I can do this. You go, Karen! By simply understanding and updating what her insurance covers and doesn't cover now, she'll be better prepared no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. When the COVID-19 pandemic shuttered Foxwoods Resort Casino in Connecticut for three months in 2020, its owners, the Moshantucket Pequot Tribal Nation, had to reckon with decades of relying heavily on gambling as the tribe's main source of revenue. The fact that the casino revenues went from millions to zero overnight just fully reiterated the need for diverse revenue streams said tribal chairman Rodney Butler. The 1,000-member tribe has since expanded its efforts to get into the federal government contracting business, making it one of several tribal nations to look beyond the casino business more seriously after the coronavirus crisis. Tribal leaders and tribal business experts say that the global pandemic has been the latest and clearest sign that tribal governments 
with casinos can't depend solely on slot machines and poker rooms to support future generations. In Michigan, the Match E Nash She Wish Band of Potawatomi Indians or Gun Lake Tribe recently announced a 25-year plan to develop hundreds of acres near its casino into a corridor with housing, retail, manufacturing, and a new 15-story hotel. A non-gambling entity owned by the Little River Band of Ottawa Indians, also in Michigan, is now selling native wall burger franchises to other tribes after forming a 2021 partnership with Wahlburgers, the national burger chain created by the celebrity brothers Paul, Mark, and Donnie Wahlberg. Some tribes, with and without casinos, have gotten involved in a wide range of non-gambling businesses, such as trucking, construction, consulting, healthcare, real estate, cannabis, and marketing over the past decade or longer, while others have been branching out more recently. While enterprise diversification can come with costs, its necessity became clear during the early phases of the pandemic when tribally owned casinos were shut down to mitigate COVID-19 transmission and gaming development tribes were left with little incoming revenue, according to a new report from the Center for Indian Country Development at the Federal Reserve Bank at Minneapolis. The report found that many tribes are increasingly doing business with the federal government, especially the U.S. Department of Defense. The Moshantucket Pequot's non-gambling entity, Command Holdings, last year made its largest acquisition to date, WWC Global, a Florida-based management consulting firm that predominantly works with federal agencies, including the Defense and State Departments. WWC announced in December that it had been awarded a $37.5 million contract supporting the Federal Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency. WWC Global CEO John Panameroff applauded the Mashantucket Pequot's casino and hospitality business, but noted that it can be subject to the ups and downs of the market, making it important to branch out economically. A member of the Sunak tribe of Kodiak, Alaska, he credited the Mashantucket Pequot's tribal leaders with doubling down on diversification efforts during the pandemic instead of shying away and trying to hunker down. Butler said the tribe hopes non-gambling revenues, including from a planned family resort with a 91,000 square foot water park that's expected to open in 2025, which will eventually comprise 50 to 80% of the portfolio. More after this on Arbitrage News. Sometimes I just cannot believe all the storms we've gone through here. I can only hope that we'll be able to leave this house to you one day, baby. You're our legacy. Planning for these disasters will make sure we're safe. It is the best way to protect that legacy. You know what? We should make an emergency communication plan. That way we're ready this year. At my dorm, we have emergency kits for earthquakes and wildfires, but I'm sure there's something more local I can send you with the link. Okay, smart. Protect your legacy. Visit ready.gov forward slash plan for the tools and tips you need to start your emergency preparedness plan today. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You know, these days we pay for just about everything. You know, we pay for streaming services, pet food, and, and you can even get toilet paper via subscription. Have you heard about restaurants doing this, Royce? No, but I like this idea. Okay, so let's talk about this for a moment. Panera Bread. Panera Bread has this thing where you can get a free unlimited drink if you join their club. Yeah, um, I know about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, P.F. Chang's uh, free delivery for a monthly fee. Uh, Taco Bell. Taco Bell, 10 bucks a month. Unlimited, or like one taco a day. So that's thirty tacos for thirty ta- thirty tacos, thirty days. What is a taco now? A buck fifty. So you're talking paid off in ten days. Uh, or one off, sitting. Paid. Give me my tacos. <laughs> <laughs> Only one per day, Royce. Thirty tacos. Of course. Yeah, I, and, and 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 we can definitely debate the health in that or whatever. But I mean. Uh, things like Gravitas. Gravitas has a supper club subscribers. You know, um, for $130 a month, they get a three-course takeout meal for two per month. And if you think about this, if hmm. you think about this, upscale dining and things like that, that's probably what you'd be right. paying there. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty nice. And it's also guaranteeing them revenue. And it's a subscription, which means basically people... Say okay, we're gonna. We're just, it's in the schedule. It's it's planned out. It's at least one meal. You don't have to say, hey, what do you want to eat tonight? That's a good point. Um, you know, other uh, other restaurants are talking about maybe a prepay type of situation where you would pay uh, you would pay for credits. Uh, you'd even get a, a basically. It'd be basically like a like a, a, a discount club. You'd, you'd pay. Uh, I believe it's uh, $89 a month uh, for $100 in dining credits. or Can I use my Kroger points for that? <laughs> you can use Kroger points for just about like, anything, hey, <laughs> I think if you spend like $5,000, you get 50 cents off your gas. So, I mean, hey, that's $50. Yeah, talk to uh, talk to David about that's his That's 150 tacos. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. That's That's a lot. That's a lot. But... We have we have these restaurants that are offering this, and what it does, yeah, you're right. It basically uh, builds a customer, right? It builds uh, it builds 
uh, repeatability. You know, it builds uh, a regular. Um, yep. You can plan out, businesses can plan out their revenue and their cash flow with it because they now know exactly how much money should be yeah. coming in each month. How Which about, is the hardest part about a restaurant, by the way. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Absolutely. How about a queso club? Shut up and take my money. On the border, offered free cheese dip for a year for a dollar. I'll be right back. It's too late. They they already closed it down because of repeat customers. <laughs> It backfired on them. Uh, members tend to How can to they visit. do that? <laughs> Check this out. Members visited seven times more often than the average guest, and they weren't making enough to cover the cost of the dip. <laughs> okay, so raise the price. Okay, it's going to be $7 for all you can eat. I, I would do it. Let's go all on day. the border because they're retooling it. More after this. <laughs> I'm Smokey Bear, they and I made an assistant to help it, you so prevent wildfires. We'll Dude, see. I've got this. I've been camping since I was five years old. But I am a camping influencer. You know what? I'll bet you five bucks. Assistant Smokey, what is the best way to put out a campfire? To put out a campfire, drown with water, stir, drown again. Then make sure the fire is out cold by feeling with the back of your hand. Wait, really? I'll take the five bucks. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling on it. <laughs> the dad joke. Corny, groan-worthy, but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. What did the buffalo say when he dropped his son off for school? Bye, son. <laughs> so take a moment to make your kid laugh, because dad jokes rule. Make your kid laugh today. Go to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Holding the bulky brick cell phone he's credited with inventing 50 years ago, Martin Cooper thinks about the future. Little did he know that when he made the first cell call on a New York City street with a thick gray prototype, that our world and our information would come to be encapsulated on a sleek glass plate where we search, connect, like, and buy. He's optimistic that future advancements in mobile technology can transform human lives, but is also worried about risks smartphones pose to privacy and young people. My most negative opinion is that we don't have any privacy anymore because everything about us is now recorded someplace and accessible to somebody who has got enough intense desire to get it, the 94-year-old told press at MWC or Mobile World Congress, the world's biggest wireless trade show, where he was getting a lifetime award this week in Barcelona. Besides worrying about the erosion of privacy, Cooper also acknowledged the negative side effects that come with smartphones and social media, such as internet addiction and making it easy for children to access harmful content. But Cooper, describing himself as a dreamer and an optimist, said he's hopeful that advances in cell phone technology have the potential to revolutionize areas like education and healthcare. Between the cell phone and medical technology and the internet, we are going to conquer disease, he said. It's a long way from where he started. 
Cooper made the first public call from a handheld portable telephone on a Manhattan street on April 3, 1973, using a prototype device that his team at Motorola had started designing only five months earlier. Cooper used the Dynatac phone to famously call his rival at Bell Labs, owned by AT&T. It was literally the world's first brick phone, weighing 2.5 pounds and measuring 11 inches. Cooper spent the best part of the next decade working to bring a commercial version of the device to market. The call helped kick the cell phone revolution, but looking back on that moment 50 years later, we had no way of knowing this was the historic moment, Cooper said. The only thing that I was worried about was, is this thing going to work? And it did, he said Monday. While blazing a trail for the wireless communications industry, he hoped that cell phone technology was just getting started. Cooper said he's not crazy about the shape of modern smartphones, blocks of plastic, metal, and glass. He thinks phones will evolve to where they will be distributed on your body, perhaps as sensors measuring your health at all times. Batteries could even be replaced by human energy. The human body is the charging station, right? You ingest food, you ingest, you create energy. Why not have this receiver for your ear embedded under your skin, powered by your body, he imagined. Cooper also acknowledged that there's a dark side to advances, the risk to privacy and to children. Regulators in Europe, where there are strict data privacy rules and elsewhere are concerned about apps and digital ads that track user activity, allowing tech and digital ad companies to build up rich profiles of users. It's going to get resolved, but not easily, Cooper said. There are people now that can justify measuring where you are, where you're making your phone calls, who you're calling, and what you access on the internet. More after this on Arbitrage News. Stick around. It's going to be fun. Hey, hon. What you doing with your phone? Taking pictures? No. I'm asking questions. Like what? Hey, Bobo. Do flowers have best friends? I'm sorry. I'm afraid I don't know that. Hey, follow me. I want to show you something. Look, flowers do have best friends. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. What is dedication? My daughter is biological and my son is adopted. I love them both so much. From the morning when you wake up to putting them to bed at night and every moment in between. I think a parent's job is to protect our children but also prepare them for the world so they become good, kind human beings. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Let's get ready to rumble. I'm in. Do you smell what The Rock is cooking? Oh, I know what The Rock's cooking. (laughs) (laughs) WWE. Everybody knows it. Everybody's been around it at some point or another. My WWE years were 1998 to about around 2005, maybe. I'm 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 going to touch a sore subject about Uh-oh. WWE. Uh oh. It 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 pained me, but it also made me laugh just a little bit. Careful there. You know, the World Wildlife Federation um 
Yeah, was challenged for their name. Yep, WWF. WWF, exactly. Yeah, and well, it's still the World Wildlife Federation. So hey, and that's why we got WWE. Congratulations! That is World Wrestling Entertainment now, and the the business of sports entertainment apparently is a large one. Uh, there are hints that um, they're going to sell it to the Saudis, actually. A $6.5 billion company. Uh, they're, they're, they're putting up hints that they may put out the for sale sign. Now, here's... Not Hollywood Hogan. Yeah, right? <laughs> brother, <laughs> Junkyard dog? Brother. Brother. Yeah. yeah. Now, he, here's the thing. Um, you may think... Uh, sitting out there, you may not have have watched wrestling that much, or you may Are you crazy. You may know you may know wrestling. I don't know. I don't every know. Gen X person knows every wrestler's name. But now that wrestling is uh, is where it is, there are other companies coming up. There's uh, a company called AEW that's up all elite wrestling. Uh, there's uh, Ring of Honor. There's a few other ones that are competing for that space, and they're competing for that space in social media. Now, here's the thing. WWE is the boss when it comes to social media. Their TikTok account, 20 million followers. That's a lot of people following. Check this. YouTube, 92 million subscribers in the fourth quarter, making it one of only 10 channels on the platform to surpass... 90 million subscribers. That's insane. And by the way, that's according to their... I want their click-through then. Right? Right? (laughs) By the way, that's according to their uh, chief content officer and director, Triple H. Oh, nice. His real name is Paul Levesque. Sorry. Triple H is much, much more cooler. I was about to... uh, I was about to... Try to do an impression. To mess mess that up. Yep, I saw it coming. I was like, no. Here's the thing, man. I want to put that on the corporate paperwork, that my chief content officer is Triple H. Right? I mean, come on. Hey. Think about this, okay? This is a good time waiting to happen. Right? Right? Uh, WWE has positioned themselves to be something that that is amazing because it's it's year round. Now I, I could say that I'm a fan. I, I can say that. I really can. But think about this, okay? Put these numbers in perspective. The national, uh, the NBA, has 19.8 million subscribers on YouTube. The NFL 10.6 million and MLB 4 million. Okay. Wow. And WWE has no off-season. There's no day that there's not some wrestling content you can find. Where's Ric Flair when you need him? Woo! I don't know. (laughs) Y'all have a great weekend. We will see you Monday for more arbitrage news, but uh, it's bye for now. Adios. Arbitrage Trade Analytics, LLC is a privately held research company. Arbitrage Trade Analytics, LLC is solely responsible for the preparation and distribution of the contents of this podcast. The opinions offered in this podcast are for informational purposes only and are not intended to function as investment advice. Seek a duly licensed professional for investment advice. For more information about the informational research and services offered by Arbitrage Trade Analytics, LLC, please visit arbitragetrade.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. 
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.